that time of the week again. It's time for Chit Chat Across the Pond. This is episode number 485 for May 4th, 2017. And I'm your host, Allison Sheridan. This week is Steve and my good friends, Chris Ashley from the SMR podcast. How are you doing today, Chris? I am wonderful. What's going on? What it do? Oh, I love having you on the show. It's always, always a big pleasure. That's for sure. But this week, there has been tons of stuff going on for Microsoft. And I have so many questions. I don't understand any of it. So I figured I, we'd get you on and have you explain it all to us, right? I'll try. You know, <laughs> I've, I've been busy. So we'll uh, see. We'll see how well I do. I bet. I bet. Well, you know more than me. That's for sure. So th- the first thing, App- or Apple, Microsoft announced uh-huh. something, a, a hardware thing, a new laptop. Yes. What's it called? So this is, it's just called the one Surface Laptop. So they have the Surface Book, then they have the Surface, and then now they have the Surface Laptop. So Surface Book, Surface Pro, Surface Laptop. Right. Okay, and then Surface Studio is the desktop, but all the other things yeah. are like a laptop form factor. Yeah, is- see, the, the one key difference, the screen's not removable. So like in all the other surfaces, the the, uh, the screens are removable, right? And you use like a oh, tablet. Okay, so Surface but- Pro, you can pull the keyboard, the the monitor off. Mm-hmm. And the Surface Book, you can pull it off. Absolutely. And this is called the Surface Laptop. Yeah. And that one doesn't come off. Okay. From as far as I know. Yeah. yeah no, that's so, so does that mean it's not a tablet or can you still use your finger and poke it and stuff? Uh, I think it is touchscreen, though. Okay. Um, but uh, I, guess I don't that know if that necessarily, necessarily mean... qualifies it as a tablet, but it's yeah. a touchscreen. But this is just more meant to be a full laptop. And I think. This is more focused. Uh, we talked about it on the show last night. I think I really think that this one's just kind of more focused on the college crowd. Okay, you know, so great. not 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 little kids, but college. No, crowd. right, the college crowd. You know, because they the entry price on them is a nine hundred ninety nine dollars, um, and that gets you one hundred twenty gigs SSD and four gigs of RAM, and that's the I'm pretty sure that's the uh, i five. You know, okay. so that's that's not a bad machine for, you know, for a thousand bucks. So um, this is what confused me, though. Um, and and mm-hmm. maybe it's just their naming conventions. But I started looking at it and I, I thought, OK, well, I'll compare it to the Surface 4. And it's 200 bucks more than the Surface 4. It weighs more than the Surface 4. It's compatible with the stylus, but it doesn't come with it. And the Surface 4 does. It's got a worse front-facing camera than the the Surface 4. The Surface 4 has a back-facing camera. It doesn't have a back-facing camera at all. It's got fewer ports. It doesn't have a micro SD card reader, for example. No accelerator, no uh, gyro in it. The only thing that was better was it had way longer battery life, and it looks like the speakers are better. Well, remember, when you look at the Surface pricing, that doesn't include the keyboard. Oh, okay. Okay. So so that's a a difference right there. Okay. I didn't catch it. So you always have to, you know, add that extra hundred bucks for the keyboard, and then. Um, so now aside, it's only a hundred bucks more, and missing all that stuff. Yeah, I I, I don't know what else would uh, constitute that price difference, because um, I you know when I look at the stats, they're not that far off from each other. Well, um, yeah, they're, I mean they both like, come in. I looked at they both came come in uh, in an i five or an i seven. Ooh, this has a 14 hour, 14 and a half hour battery life. Yeah, the battery life is insane. It's 14 and a half versus uh, nine hours on the Surface Pro. Right. Let's see, the Surface, let me see, in the Surface book. Wait, yeah. Let me just look at the book real quick. I think that's a 10 hour or 12 hour battery life. But, you know, that's a detachable. Uh, No, 16 hours. The Surface book is 16 hours. Okay. Yeah. So those two are those two are insane. The Surface Pro is that's more of well, that's just more of a tablet. That's more like a a, that's more of the tablet. You know, I mean, because that has the the floppy uh, keyboard, detach it. Okay. And you know, sit on the couch and and do your thing. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? So that that that's that's what that is. But uh, you know, this like I think this is just meant more for home computing and you know. Okay. I, I, I wonder if, uh, you know, in, in the college, and I'm just wondering if there's more of a quandary as to what ports to include on devices now, because a lot of people are upset that the that the laptop doesn't have USB-C. 
Yeah, but, that's what I was looking for. It's got full-size USB 3.0, mini display port, but they could it. So that means it doesn't have uh, Thunderbolt 3. No. Uh, but but we, then again, it's only a $1,000 laptop. But, but when you think about it, it's just like, you know, it hasn't been standardized yet. There's more switching. Uh, you know, more more devices are starting to include it, but is is it too early? To, you know, they, you know, I don't know if anybody has the luxury that Apple does when it comes to saying this is what you're using technology wise, and just go suck it if you don't like it. <laughs> you well, know I, I mean? guess since since a lot of the Android phones have been going USB C, it starts to get mm-hmm. compelling when you realize you can actually charge your laptop and your and your phone with the same cable yeah i mean i actually i actually did that with the the nexus 5 i could do it with the same cable and uh i actually i kind of pissed off the mac when i plugged it in i think it had a religious objection to it (laughs) it it would charge it but it was really angry about it the whole time it was like Mm -mm, come on suck it up mm -mm, mm -mm. (laughs) the whole time I was like, get this thing out of me. Yuck. Yeah. So so I guess the Surface laptop then is is more of a of a of a lower end one. I mean, yeah. if you can call a thousand dollars these days the low end, but that that's True. Apple pricing. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's just a nice it's just a nice looking laptop at the end of the day. Now is but, this the one with a cloth keyboard or is that the yeah, second device? Kind of like, no, it's like kind of a clothy keyboard to it. When you look at it, it looks looks kind of comfortable. I don't have to go put my I haven't had a chance to go put my hands on one yet. I I'm pretty sure they'll probably have them at the store by now, at least for for the touching. Uh, yeah, for the touching. <laughs> and uh, so I got, I got at some point I have to make. But the the, the 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 Microsoft store is so far. You know, it's a you know it's in Virginia for me. So oh wow. So when I really want something, it ain't no thing. I'm just gonna jump in the car and go get it. But you, you don't know, just it, stop by. Right, but for for this the the fundling of uh, of, of the keyboard, nah, I, I can I could kind of hold off on it until until I get my chance to. Yeah, and it's relatively heavy for a lot for laptop sake, two point seven six pounds, and you know, uh, well, that's not too bad. Yeah, I but it's a little more than the thirteen inch MacBook, I think. I, I think at this point in my life, and I'm a big dude, I'm a strong dude. I. I I just really over, <laughs> you know, heavy stuff on my back. I've yeah. delivered furniture. I've carried 400 pound desks up three flights of stairs in life, you know, and now, you know, I'm such a dainty jerk because like <laughs> just throwing my backpack over my back in the airport. And it's like, wow, man, oh, so laboring. You know, I bought, you know, for the first time, you know, Rod's been championing to me bags forever. And I'm just like, get out of here i'm not spending that type of money on a bag and i finally i finally pulled the trigger on one and i got because i wanted to i was just tired of taking two bags you know i just, I didn't want a laptop in a duffel bag anymore i just wanted one bag and that, that so could this is a rolling bag so it's a rolling bag but it has a laptop compartment in the front and then it has the clothes compartment you know in there as well and then what i did is i just got like a little like a little sleeve a laptop sleeve and yeah. i just stick that on top of my clothes so I go in the hotel, check in, and I just pop, pop the sleeve out, stick my laptop in the sleeve, and then I roll with the sleeve throughout the week. And then when I'm done, sleeve laptop comes out, goes back in the apartment, and the sleeve goes back in. Oh, that's and nice. I liked it. It was uh, pretty smooth, but I'm just looking for ways to reduce travel bulk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Off the, yeah, I was, off the back. I was just talking to my friend Dorothy about this. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing I start to look for is look for pieces of paper. And I'm talking individual pieces of paper. Like I'll look in my purse and after you know a couple of weeks, if I haven't gone through my purse, there'll be all these stupid little receipts. Like I go to CVS and they give me a, you know an eight foot receipt and I shove it in there because I'm just trying to get it out of my hands. And mm-hmm. uh, if you hold enough of those, you're carrying wood. That's what paper is made of. It's made out of wood. So mm. you've got to look for every ounce of paper. Yeah. I was giving yeah. her a hard time because she's flying to Scotland and she's going to bring like three crossword puzzle books. There's no like, way I would carry that. I, about that? I, would, yeah. <laughs> I would sit and stare at a wall rather than carry that much wood around. That's just ridiculous. But, you know, I was kind of on the same kick as you I, when I before I bought this bag that I bought. So what I did is I, I took my laptop and I just started, I mean, my, my current backpack and I just started emptying it out. And then like I was reaching in every pocket and I was like, oh, look at this. I don't need these pens in here. I don't need this. And I'm pulling stuff out. And by the time I got to the end, where there was nothing left in the bag. And I'm like, 
man, even the bag is heavy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize that the actual bag was heavy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. man, that, you know, that, that was kind of the, the realization that I need to change up my game a little bit. So when, I, you know, so as much as I used to not care about the weight of these things, you know, now, now it's kind of in the back of my mind. You know, and I know it makes me a soft sucker. <laughs> but well, no, it's you know, somebody who's going to have a functional back later in life is what you're looking for. You know, I'm old now. What do you want from me? I'm sorry. My my shoulders started started killing me, and uh, I spent a lot of time. That's when I started reducing the weight of my bags, and and right. one of the things I did was I got a smaller purse because if you get a smaller purse, you can't put as much stuff in it, yeah, and uh, and then I I that wasn't what was causing it, and then I had. Um, uh, I had the ergo people come into work and 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 try to figure out what was wrong. And they raised my desk, they lowered it, they raised my chair, lowered my chair, took the arms off my chair, changed, moved my monitors around. Nothing fixed it, and uh, mm. it was really funny. Steve figured out what it was. He looked at me one day sitting on the couch, and he said, "Why why do you have your laptop so far away?" My close vision was going. Huh. So I was pushing the laptop farther and farther away when I was sitting on the couch. Uh-huh. And so my arms were stretched out when I was sitting at home at night. Right. I got reading glasses. It came back in close and my shoulder stopped hurting. Wow. <laughs> at least you had a cool story for how you got your glasses. I was sitting there getting headaches and oh, I remember <laughs> that. miserable. And I was like, man. And the thing is, you know, I can if I take my glasses off, I can read the screen. You know, at, at this point, because I just took them off. It's a little blurry. But if I came down in the morning, and I just started. I, I could read the screen and I was working like this. And I was like. And it wasn't until I went to the doctor and they're like, click, click, you know, they're like, he needs you. Maybe you should go get your vision checked, you know, because <laughs> I was having CAT scans done. And, oh, wow. You know, well, that's I, good, was, though. That's a yeah, great they're, answer. They're like, nothing is wrong with you. You know, and I was like, no, something is wrong. I keep getting these crazy headaches. And, you know, fine. I go in there and they're like, you flipping things around. <laughs> you old. And I was like, no, <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, he flips, he flips one lens down. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, wow. And then he was like, yeah, you need glasses. And he was like, you probably had this for quite some time, but you were young enough where your eyes could compensate. But, but they were working know. really hard. Huh? Right. He was like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. They were working too hard. And he was like, you're old now. So, you know, you need glasses. And then so I get these glasses to come home and I'm just like, wow. I'm going to write a doc today. You know, just wow. hacking away. So, oh, yeah. that, that's actually a great story and, and, and a great story to tell so other people notice it. Exactly, I want to yeah. get back. The way we got off on this giant rat hole uh, where we ended up talking about our glasses was talking about weight. And I said that uh, the weight was uh, 13-inch MacBook Pro pricing. And I double-checked. It's 3.02 pounds for a 13-inch MacBook Pro. And I think you said something like 2.8. Well, I guess it's not bad then. It's close. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a bad. MacBook Pro. That's not a MacBook Air. So that is a little right, heavier. Right. But uh, I don't know. I carry a 15 inch. So you're a big wimp. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so that's pretty cool. I, I don't, um, I will never yeah, it's, understand it's nice their, their naming conventions. That's for sure. No, I think at the end of the day, they're just all, and I, I, I'm glad they're sticking with the surface name because that really have garnered, in my opinion, some goodwill. Oh yeah, the there, branding. You know I mean? Yeah, the brand. Their game is on 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 style. Uh, yeah, that. And, and this was something I, I asked you about on the on the podcast, and I don't know that we know the answer to the question yet. But I was uh, when I was on the SMR podcast, I was asking about this. A lot of people are saying that the that uh, Microsoft is where the creative people need to go now because they've got the Surface Studio and they've got the Creators Edition of Windows. And the the sentence is always followed by, well, the Surface Studio is actually a, a pretty weak computer. It's not what a professional would really use, but it's really cool looking. And 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 then on the on the creatives part of Windows uh, Windows Ten, I can't find out what in Windows Ten is the cre- the Creators Edition. What's creative right. about it? But it sounds they've marketed that really really well. Yeah, you know, and it, you know, and just to. Just to ride that for a second, you know, it, it it sounds cool. You know, it's like Windows 10, the creator's edition. I'm a creator. I want to create stuff and you go get it. Uh But at the end of the day, it's just a name, you know, and I, I, when you originally asked me, I was like, you know what? I never really actually, actually double checked to see what was in this update. And when I actually looked through the update and I was like, oh, I get it. (laughs) And all, all it is, I mean, they put a, 
put they put a lot of things into this particular update. But at the end of the day, they added um, the new Paint 3D. So is that like a grown-up program, or is that just still, to kind of demonstrate no, what the tools can do? I think it's just more for like it's just a better version of Paint. You know, you could do some 3D imaging in there, and they, you know, you can apparently you can create your own images inside of it, or you can download other people's images and then use that on top of your images and do all. It, it's just a lot a bit more powerful than you know, than old school paint, which is fine because that thing needed an update anyway. <laughs> and, um, but they also then added the support for that, that, uh, surface dial. I, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. What is it called? The, yeah. Surface dial. That's and, what it's um, called. and that is just like, it's little jog wheel that they showed off that, you know, when paired with the computer, you can kind of turn it and tap it and, and, but it really works well for people that are in like that use applications to create pictures and drawings and stuff. And so while they got the pen and they can use the dial to kind of, you know, choose whatever colors or, you know, they, they kind of showed it off and it looked kind of cool. I don't think it's something that every, you know, it's definitely not something that everybody's going to use. So I think they just took that, that coolness that they added to those two pieces of it. And they just named it the creators update. They also did add that one piece though, which looks pretty cool where you it'll be able to support uh 3d uh, ui and so okay. um you'd be able to put the you know 3d glasses on and then you could overlay like parts of uh the U, the windows ui like the start screen but it'll be sitting on top of your desk oh you that's kind of crazy it, so it was kind of like that whole virtual assisted you know it's not it's not a whole new world it takes what you have and then add stuff on top of it when i saw the video it was kind of cool and uh you know way they were trying to interact with it so i thought that was pretty cool so i think between those those three pieces is why they just went ahead with the creators update for this particular one so okay it is kind of okay. confusing for like tech folks like you because you're like okay what's creative about it but you know yeah. at the end of the day it is what it is i think they're i think they're thing. doing a, a really good job though of of taking mind share and yeah you know, like like I said, the the uh, Surface Studio I mean, that is a really cool looking machine. But it really does look cool. It's not a strong machine. I mean, it's not a a, a high powered professionals machine that that uh, you know professional illustrator you know videographer would ever use. So, but they've made you think that, and and, yeah, and that's something they've traditionally not been good at. They've been kind of had the clunky feel, but they're actually really good at industrial design now. Let me see what this. Well, the most expensive one is four thousand dollars. Yeah, it's a two terabyte hybrid drive, so it's not all SSD. Yeah, thirty two gigs 30, of RAM. Mm, uh, four gig NVIDIA GeForce G, GTX nine eighty M, whatever that is. That's pretty powerhouse. What what are they using professionally beyond that? Well, that's that that one that both those Core i seven models. The other one is why is it a uh, hybrid drive? Why isn't it an SSD? Uh, I mean, I've got a two terabyte SSD in my laptop. Of course, I paid I that much. <laughs> Maybe to keep the cost down, but uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it. I guess it really depends on how, how many of those terabytes are SSD and how many are uh, are spinning disk. Yeah, what, and how it's done. Know, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's necessarily that big a deal. I mean, still yeah. two terabytes. Um, but if it's like thirty-two, and then you know, <laughs> that's not too cool. But uh, you know, if they if they give you like five hundred, maybe a, a tear a five hundred gigs or a terabyte of uh SSD. I think that's well, pretty cool. You, usually I think those uh the hybrid drives is where most of the storage is on the on a spinning drive and you've just kind of got like a, a caching boost uh, yeah. with the uh SSD. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. That's true too. I don't I don't know um directly on this, but both both of those I seven models are pretty nice. You know, the the big difference is you know, the, you lose 16 gigs of RAM and you get a, a little bit lesser of a uh, of a video right. card. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, then, I don't know my video cards by by heart or anything, so I don't know how to say whether those are good or bad. But the the people who talk about this being for for professionals then say then. Well, but yeah, but not this model. It'll have to get better than that. So I don't know. Anyway, let's yeah, talk I, about something else fun. Yeah. Windows education devices also came out. That's a another hardware thing, right? What, yeah. what the heck are these and who are they for? So Microsoft has listened to Rob Dunwood from the SMR <laughs> podcast 
They're like, we're tired of your punk behind crying about how we did Surface RT. So we're going to do it <laughs> your way. And what they did was they took, they just basically took Windows 10 and they kind of scaled it back and locked it down. And so it's a version of Windows 10 that will you will not be able to install apps directly to. You'll have to go through the App Store, much like um, Windows like RT, RT was. was. Okay. Yep. And uh, but it nonetheless, it's still full Windows 10. And so with that, you know, they've they've got the uh, slew of devices that are just starting at one hundred and eighty nine dollars. So the idea is if you've got a machine that's full Windows 10 and it's at $189, this should put them in a really nice position to compete with the Chromebooks. Oh, okay. And then a lot of these things are, you know, the two-on-one convertibles where you can kind of flip them all around and make them into a tablet. Um, You know, some of them are full laptops. And I believe there's a pro version of some of these as well. These aren't just from Microsoft. These are all different companies? No, no. Yeah, exactly. This Acer has one. HP has one. uh, Well, HP has a couple of them. Asus, Samsung, uh, Dell, I think was in it. Yeah, Dell's got one in here as well for, um, they don't have their price yet, but the HP one has uh, 64 gigs of storage, uh, 4 gigs of RAM. That one's $299. And then... uh, So you you said it's, it's... Full Windows, but you can't load things except from the store. Right. So, you know, so when I say full Windows, you know, Windows RT, like, literally could not run anything else. Right. Because because the um, processor and stuff was different. But this is actually still a full version of Windows 10. But what they're doing is they're just locking it down. So. Oh, oh, oh. So uh, I'm curious on that because I wanted to ask you. One of the reasons Chrome is, or the Chromebooks are popular is because they're cheap, but probably the smarter reason, it might not be the reason people really take into account, but for the education market, is that you don't have to do any management of them because you literally aren't loading anything locally. I mean, you're, you're running everything through a browser, so kids mm-hmm. can't screw them up. Uh, so your administrative co- administration costs go way down. So is that, you said lockdown, is it that the case with this or can kids still screw it up? No, and that's the point of it being locked down is like any app that runs has to run from the store. It has to be like a store app, which all those, you know, just like a, a iPad would or. OK. Uh, and so that and then each one of those apps always run in their own little memory space. So they, you know, they really shouldn't interfere with the machine. And that for all intents and purposes, that should then prevent the machine from really being messed up with, you know, by bad settings or even you know viruses or anything like that because none of that stuff should be able to install so you know probably what some people may see as a downside is it's only going to support the edge browser um you won't be able to put chrome on it or anything so it's up to you if that's a bad thing or not i wonder what the eu will have to say about that aren't they always snotty about that well yeah they are right but at the end of the day you know this you know do they it depends on how they classify the device, I would assume. Like, if they classify it as much like a, you know, like their version of an iPad or something like that, then they shouldn't have a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So, it's, it's, this is a new version of Windows, right? It's it, called well, Windows 10S? Yeah, that's exactly right. So, the it's running what they call Windows 10S. And again, it's just, and all that means is just a lockdown version of Windows. So, it doesn't mean doesn't. strip down? That's not what the S stands for? I, I don't know what why they put an S on it because they yeah maybe they're just following along because they did the Xbox S uh, last August which was just a updated hardware for the Xbox so maybe they just kind of went with the well with just stuck with that theme with the S um, okay as well I I don't know that it means stripped down at all because I I still yeah I would like to know more about what's in it and what's not in it because didn't they also say that educators could upgrade it to real windows 10 for for windows pro for free and home users can do it for 50 bucks yeah that believe that was part of the the whole offering too which then means you're getting this you know for 230 bucks you're getting a pretty decent full computer yeah yeah depending yeah depending on which one you get here i mean the 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 189 one is the uh is the hp and that looks like a little tiny 11.6 inch screen how is that not a netbook 
Well, the netbook was just a tiny little thing with a tiny little processor, and they were fun. I don't know that the, you know, Windows 10 has been significantly optimized to run on lesser hardware okay. than what was in the past. And you know, even though they try attempted that with the netbook, some of the netbooks were just terrible. They just couldn't run Windows at all. Well, I got to tell you, this I just pulled up the that uh, the hundred eighty nine dollar one is the HP Stream Pro. It's a Celeron processor with four gigs of RAM and a sixty four gig hard drive. That's a yeah, netbook, Chris. Yeah, but you know the Celeron processors nowadays they're they're nowhere near what they used to be back then. Yeah, but has Windows gotten smaller in that length of time? It's gotten a lot more efficient, and uh, you know that's if you installed. Windows 10 on, in my opinion, on the same machine that you, because I've, yeah, I've installed it on older machines and it was to me faster and better than when I was running Windows 8 oh, or Windows okay. 7 on it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they did a lot of work to, they did it in Windows 8, but they also did it in Windows 10 to make it support, um, make it a lot more efficient. Like, remember, because remember that at the time they had completely sped up the boot up times and they changed a lot of stuff in it. So I, I think it's a, I don't think it's going to be a problem. Oh, I found it out. Uh, I just looked up. Uh, there's a compare your Windows Windows 10, and it says Windows 10s is streamlined for security. Streamlined. There you go. Streamlined. So Strip it almost down. sounds like uh, on the Mac, one of the things you can do is you can set your security settings so that you can only run apps from the Mac App Store. Mm-hmm. So it sounds kind of like that setting on on a pc but it would seem to me you could still um so you can't install bad stuff but you've still got all the settings of windows 10 that you could you know i don't know mess up where the audio is coming out of or or you know see that's the thing turn off bluetooth accidentally and in windows 10 they've done a lot to get you out of that uh that old school uh you know control panel like okay. a lot of the settings is in the the new UI um, part of it, where you can just go in, use your finger. If it's even touch screen, you could touch and add a device and stuff like that. So it's it's quite possible that I don't think that you will be in you you probably won't need to be in that part because a you're not going to be able to you're not installing any apps that you can actually remove. B most of the stuff that you know a typical average person would be doing would with the uh, you know, adding devices, most of it's automatic anyway. But even with that, that's been moved and brought up into the new UI. So I don't think that'd be a problem either. You know, I'd, I'd have to play with one to be a hundred percent sure where people could be tripped up. But so far, just looking at it and and uh, thinking about what I usually have to deal with when I'm helping uh, my fam or my friends with uh, their devices, it's, I think you know, just like I was a big fan of RT for what it did, and in fact. I I bought my mother-in-law an iPad um for Christmas. She was still using her RT up until then. But I knew it was getting hmm. old. I knew it wasn't going to be updated anymore, so I knew it was time to uh, update her. But she had no issues with it. It did exactly what she needed to do. Emails, Facebook, internet. That's it. It was perfect for her. And she she was even hesitant because I kind of probed her when I was like, OK, you know, I was like, have you ever you know messed around with an iPad before? And she's like, yeah, you know, they're kind of nice. But, you know, I don't know. I'm a little hesitant to switch my phone um, because I really like my Windows phone and I like the way everything syncs up between my Windows phone and my ta- and my, uh, you know, and, and her surface. And, uh, you know, it was just everything is there. One is on one, it's on the other. And I was just like, you know, I got to make sure that, I, you know, I do this right yeah. when I bought her the iPad. So, you know, but now oh, that so she's you did been, get her an iPad. I did buy her an iPad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was uh, going to say, it sounds like the same kind of stuff. You put it through yeah. a keyboard on that. And it feels the same. Right. Yeah. And I told her she could definitely get a keyboard. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's not it's not necessarily about it being any different or any better. It just it was perfect for what she needed. Yeah, you know what I mean, and I not never, too much or too little, and she can't nope. mess it up. And it, yeah, never had to worry about her breaking it as far as you know changing the setting or installing some malicious virus. Just it was impossible, you know. I mean, as far as we know. So <laughs> you know, you never so underestimate you, us as humans to find a way. To you know, right? <laughs> it's like, how on earth did you do that? <laughs> you know. So yeah. So but you know, for this conversation, it was exactly what what 
it was intended to do. So I can see one of these devices making its way um, to folks in that same boat, you know, keeping them locked down, keeping them from breaking the device, but keeping them functional as well. You know, but now that I actually bought her the iPad, now she's become comfortable with the UI. Uh-huh. So now she's con- she's going to go look and get an iPhone because now her Windows phone is, you know, it's, it's about four years old now. Oh, wow. Five years old. So it's 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 kind of run its course. Yeah. So she's due. And uh, I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> go get you one. But, uh, but you know, it was, it was because I bought her the iPad and she became familiar with that UI, uh, of, you know, that UI of it and, and navigating it. So, but point being, you know, devices like this in that price range, man, uh, they should do pretty well. I'm, I'm kind of torn whether they should have went with the Surface moniker or not. Oh, because but, Surface has a, a, a higher, um, uh, prestige right but i I guess because there's so many of their partners making these devices that uh, they didn't have to yeah what is there a name for this class of machine really they've got names all over the map here hp probook x360 11 ee boy hp that's a good name rolls right off the tongue hp you know god i don't Dell Latitude you know, 3189, Acer Travelmate Spin B1. Oh, my God. Asus Vivo Book Flip TP203. I think when they mostly talk about it, they use the, the you know, the short part of it, the Vivo Book. And the, I, I know guess, for sure. But how are you going to know Dell's that's, the Latitude? But there's Dell Latitudes that are real laptops. How are you going to know? Yeah. This is this is gonna, it's a little confusing. I'm not going to lie. Mm. I wonder. I guess we'll have to see how they, yeah. where they stack them up and how, how they do it how they talk about it um but i hopefully you know this d- then drives more people to put stuff in the store as well because office is going into the store so even oh, though yeah you have yeah these, they don't have office know, ready for this yet right right no and this, this is not quite released yet um anyway oh no it looks like the, the stream is available so but uh you know office i think this summer is going to be in the store so that's gonna be pretty right. cool yeah, well, that makes perfect sense. Why? I wonder why they didn't do that. I mean, even I'm using the new version of Office. Yeah, I think they've been work. They've been working on it for a while, though. They, yeah, uh, but it's your flagship product. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, they, you know, probably ninety nine percent of their resources are <laughs> up in Azure and Office three sixty five. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears to something else. Um, ben, in your the SMR uh, podcast Facebook group, which I believe is uh, what, what's that URL? That is smrpodcast dot com forward slash fb. You want to have some fun? Come hang with us in the Facebook chat. Live in there. It is a fun group. I like to see the crossovers between uh, the No Silica Castaways and the SMR podcast. And that is so much fun. People jump so back fun. and forth between it, so it's a lot of fun. Your yours uh, is by definition off topic. <laughs> <laughs> there is no topic. It's everything. We talk about everything. Tech, movies, football, movies, uh, the whole thing. I'm, I'm posting a playlist inside right now because everybody's kind of shook up about the the happenings in the world so i was like here here's a playlist that makes me happy and i started posting music okay links in there <laughs> you need any joy you can find right now well anyway so ben posted in the smr facebook group uh a link to the samsung dex for galaxy s8 mm-hmm. and um i want you to explain what this is and why it is you think this kind of product uh, could exist and, and would be good if it existed for you yeah so essentially what samsung is doing is they've they've moved us a, an inch closer to being able to use to pair all the way down to having a one device for everything and when i say everything you know you have your cell phone that you're out on the road you're making calls you're doing your text messages getting all booed up but then you go home you dock that cell phone and it becomes your computer okay and uh and so what this what Samsung has done with their with with Dex is they created a dock and then you dock the device and then the once it's docked, uh, you can then use keyboard and mouse, um, you know, and use it as a laptop. Now, my man Kevin had a chance to kind of play around with it and actually talk to one of the reps, and it's it's definitely not ready for prime time, but. 
to I I'm happy that they did it and Microsoft actually um did some stuff with Office for it. Uh because this is a utopia that I've trying I've been trying to get to. Which is, you know, I can I I look at my desk right now. I've got one, two, uh, two computers that I use constantly, you know, and then I got my, you know, but just across my desk in general is one, two, three, four, and then one underneath five computers just sitting here. Wow. Okay. Now, now they're all used for something, you know, a bunch of them are used for the podcast, but you know, if I could just eliminate two of these and then just dock my phone, I would be in heaven. Now, you know, and it's something I've, you know, that Mark, I think is coming from Microsoft because they talked about how the uh, they've been able to move. And we talked about this last time, um, full Windows 10 to ARM. OK, right, right, and, right. I remember we talked about that. So you'd, and, if you had Windows 10 on ARM on a phone, yep, you dock and that it, and then it is Windows 10. Yep, because it can emulate Win32 apps. I mean, it can win. It'll emulate itself. It'll emulate the processor, so you can install 132 apps, and then that way you you you're using it just like you would normally do. And then when you undock it, you use it like a phone, and when you dock it, you use it like a computer. And to me, uh, you know, I'll tell you a story. Back, I was traveling to uh for for work, and I was it was in Vegas, and I was to to give a presentation. And uh, it was one of the coolest things because it's when I first really started using OneDrive at the time, OneNote, um, for, you know, my documentation. And so the way they did it was I created the presentation and then I had to hand it in. And then while I was sitting there and I was going through my presentation before I was supposed to go, I was like, oh, man, I need to change this. And so I just took out my phone and I changed it on my phone. And then because they had my uh, laptop, it's synced to my laptop. So when I went to do the presentation, it was up to date. Nice. You know, and I thought that was cool. But I always felt in the back of my mind, man, it would just be so much nicer. If I if... didn't have to carry the laptop. Exactly. Are we back to you being uh, being a little pansy there, not being able to carry your laptop on you, travel? You know it. All <laughs> <laughs> boils down to my back. There you go. You know, but, the, but, I, yeah. but I'm trying to picture there's there's a couple of things that I question on that. And one of them. So let's let's take the travel example. You yep. you go to a customer and now you'd have to carry your own dock because yes. your dock is going to be different than my dock is going to be different than Rob's dock. Right. Because we're going to have even if we all have the same kind of phone. Yours is going to be a, uh, you know, a normal size phone. Mine will be a little baby phone. And Rob is going to have some giant phone for his giant hands. Right. So you got to carry your dock and you got to carry the phone. Uh, and maybe that can work like just plugged into. Plugged into what? What What's the, the processors on the phone? Plug it into a monitor. So the dock so, has display and, and USB for keyboard and mouse. Yep. Yep. Gen- yep. That's how. That's that's how I I read it. Yeah, so you, you take the dock, the dock plugs into the to the monitor, it plugs in, you know, or you can do Bluetooth for keyboard and mouse as well. I, I think I don't know. No, this one, if I remember correctly, that was one of the knocks that Kevin put on it is it didn't support. Um, no, it didn't support wireless uh, video because like Windows Phone did support wireless as well. But you know, for this Dex one, it has it has the cables for it. Yeah. What about a graphics card. I mean, you don't have full-on graphics cards that can drive a lot of pixels on a giant display. No, I don't, you know, I don't, I think that, you know, I don't think this solution is for everyone, you know, and I, and I, I think uh, definitely the phone is, is going to be pushing it or I don't know. Cause I don't think that they put a graphics card into the dock to kind of boost it, but uh, you know, Oh, I guess it, you could though. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, you probably could, but uh, I don't believe that they did. But for, um, it has an HDMI port on the dock, by the way, and so, then it's a wi- wireless mouse and keyboard. For Dex, it's an HDMI port, wireless mouse, and keyboard. What um, is the operating system you're on when this happens? That's that's Android, right? Yeah, this is Android, and then um, I'm not sure if they named the desktop operating system. What's shown on the desktop is something different. 
So I'm looking at what Kevin said about it, and he said only about four apps plus the Office apps are optimized for desktop. So you can run Microsoft Office on this? Yeah, because Microsoft did did a version of Office that would work, that would go full desktop. And that's the thing. People, you know, we're going to have to redo their apps so that if it can recognize being docked and then be able to run, you know, full screen. Because other than that, it's probably going to run in the same size. You, know, it's gonna yeah, look you don't like, just want giant buttons on screen. <laughs> right, right. They need to optimize it so it looks right, you know. And so Microsoft did that with uh, uh, with Office. And uh, so I'm sure, you know, even though it was a great point by, by Kevin, I think, you know, other people will, if it starts to pick up, other people will pick up on it as well. Yeah, it is an interesting idea because it talks to how powerful these computers we're carrying are, right? Yeah. That and, we're kind of wasting it having it sitting on the side of the desk here while I'm using yet another processor. Yeah. I mean, these phones are amazing, you know, and we don't, you know, even like, and for all intents and purposes, the processor and the iPads are the same as the phones, right? In some cases, yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, and, you know, I, I wouldn't think there would be a problem for that thing to to power a bigger screen as well. You know, and again, if you're, you know, you're trying to play uh, some crazy intensive, you know, video game. Yeah, that's not sure. going to be the experience for you. But for folks like me that like when I, you know, I go to work, I work from home and I just need to do emails and write presentations and you know, that's fine for me. And then if I pick this thing up and I need to travel and take my presentations with me and then get to another location and just boop, pop my phone in and you know pop up a keyboard and go to work I, i'm i'm in heaven at that point so this this is something i've been looking for for quite some time which is that ability to use my phone um as my sole device you know be super mobile well yeah no, didn't microsoft have there's some called continuum yeah continuum is the beginning of all this and uh you know continuum was is essentially in the ui for windows 10 or on that was also on Windows Phone that it would change the application's presentation to you based on the size of the screen that you were on. So uh, when you had Office, for instance, on Windows Phone, the menu would be behind the hamburger button. But if you hooked that phone up into Continuum and then it started broadcasting to the screen, it would Continuum would recognize that um, you now have a bigger screen available to you. And so that hamburger button would go dis- would go away, but you would get now get the full uh, ribbon that you would normally see in Office. By that same token, if you were to then, uh, if you were on a, a tablet like the Surface Book and you disconnected that, that screen and now you're just, you know, it would then redo the UI so that you're in a, you know, it's more touchscreen friendly. And that's what Continuum was, basically to continue your your usage of the application by automatically adjusting the screen for you, hmm. you know, based based on the screen that you're using. That's and so that, that so that's the concept with that, and it'll probably, and that's pretty much what I'm sure what that's you know what Dex is doing as well to some extent. It's just basically saying, okay, now that you're on a a big, you're connected to a monitor, we need to represent to you these things. So that you see them based on the size screen that you're connected to. Yeah, I I think that's one of the most interesting advances that has been happening. I mean, if you just start looking at websites with the whole mobile responsive design, the phrase that, uh, oh, who coined that? The Squarespace coined that phrase, I think, but everybody uses it now to say, Mm -hmm. okay, I just want to write my stuff once, but I need it to flow all around and look right on whatever device pops it up. And mm-hmm. and when that starts to become the standard everywhere, then you can start opening up the possibility of doing things like what you're talking about. Exactly. And, you know, and like I said, it's not for everybody, but, you know, I could see some home users who like my mother-in-law who's, you know, what I just docked my phone. And I was I, thinking about her, right? You know, what do I it. need? A, what do I need a computer for if I could stick this in and I got a real keyboard? Yeah, I could see something like this for my mom. Even though I bought her an iPhone for Christmas, you know, but if they came up with the same concept, I could see her docking it and just, you know, at while she's at home and having that bigger screen to surf the web or look at pictures of baby girl, um, you know, doing gymnastics and stuff like that. Definitely. I could sure. see that. So um, I, I think this is something that should pick up steam. I just don't you know, I don't know if it's ever going to be that huge next thing in the market, but 
I'm holding out hope that uh, that it does become something really, really cool. Yeah, if they if they could figure out a way to do this, if you know, what it always comes down to things not working is because of connectors. You know, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. we've we've got so many. Even if you just look in the Android line, how many different types of docks would have to exist for these docks to be available? Right? You you probably need a hundred different kinds of docks just to just to suit Android. And now, well, you know, Apple moves the connectors around every fifteen minutes. You know, they, they'll. You know, take it away they the headphone jack. Paid, <laughs> well, yeah, that money, Allison. <laughs> Actually, I think that it's all a way for the uh, for the uh, adapter people to make money, right? Because uh-huh. oh, you're going to have to buy another case. You know, we, what good is it if you get a case and you love it and use it for five years? That isn't any good. I want you to buy a new one every year. Right. Well, you know, for Dex, that's a Samsung specific technology. Well, it's not just so, the Samsung. It's Samsung Galaxy S8. Well, yeah. So, so but what I'm don't saying be is, sticking your S7 in that dock. Right. But my point is, you don't, you know, you wouldn't need a 35 different docks because, you know what I mean? Because so you can stick your Nexus in there. This is Samsung stuff. So no, but even you know, within Samsung, a Samsung Galaxy S7 isn't going to fit in this, right? No, I don't think so. No, but or an S9. But that was <laughs> what, what, but what I'm saying is you would need, if they expand it to support those other devices, then yeah. You know, you would might you might need different size docks, but then again, that also depends on how snug that fit is. You know, because it looks like to me, I'm just looking at the image of, of the of the docking station, and uh, you know, it just looks like a regular you know you know USB C port at the bottom of that thing. They're just sliding it straight down. Yeah, but but, but Chris, I mean, I've I've got a um, I've got the iPhone with the Lightning connector, and I've had an iPhone with the Lightning connector like two or three versions worth. And I've had to get different docks every time because nothing fits twice in a row. And it's got the same connector and it's in the middle of the phone. But this one's thicker. Now I finally got one that's it's just the little pin sticking straight up mm-hmm. out of the out of the device. Right. You know, right. So I think the next one will fit on that. But, you know, Apple will make it. Yeah, USB-C but that's always the, the case. And, and I mean, that's, it's not a fair thing. That's what they do. You know, it, how are they going to sell these things if it works with every device you use? So I, I don't. Yeah, I'm just saying it'll hamper the the proliferation of the concept. Sure, sure. That sure. if we if we could just get connectors, if we'd all just agree on a couple and they and space them the same amount apart, and just say, okay, everybody stop for a minute, you know, give right. one year, nobody gets to change connectors or move connectors. We could yeah. do we could do so many other things. I, I really wish that would take place. That you know, and you know what else needs to do that? What industry needs to do that? These jerks. That make the uh, credit card readers at your grocery store, uh. at the Seven <laughs> Eleven, at the gas station. Oh my God, it is so bad. You know, you go to one, uh, hit cancel if you want to use credit. You go to another one, hit the green button if you want to use credit. <laughs> you go to another one, do three cartwheels if you want to do credit. Nobody is, and then you can come up on the screen that says debit card, debit card. And you're like, uh, it says two debit cards on the screen. Which button do I hit? <laughs> I think it's the top one. <laughs> holy moly it's like come on guys let's just standardize this standardize this this is ridiculous i'll, I'll tell you the one that change am- them i'll tell you the one that amazes me so how many ways are there to open a door it's like three five maybe tops if you if you count every kind of door handle possible you you you, you pull it or you push it you know that's pretty right. standardized yep. uh you know flushing a toilet there's like two or three different ways to design a toilet to be flushed but how many different ways have they come up with to try to dry your hands? <laughs> I mean, I, I've now I'm a world traveler and I am just astonished at all the different you, you watch people. They go up to the dry, the thing to get it. Maybe it's a towel. Maybe it's right. going to shoot air at her. You, you, you have no idea, but you're waving your hands around up and down hands the side down, and, hands and then it, underneath and somebody comes over and points and there's a crank on the side or there's a twisty <laughs> dial or there's a you pull in the other one's supposed to come or it's a wave your hand. And I, I'm just amazed at how many different ways we have yes. clearly not found one good way to do it yet. But my favorite is that little gray superpower. Oh, the Dyson. Woo, That's good. Goodness, That thing is a beast. You stick your hand. You're like, whoa, okay, let's get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thing, like that, those. Those that, are that's amazing. That's my favorite so far. I just wish they would put them, you know, a little, make them a little bit. I'm sure they, 
they're the the width that they have to be because you know for whatever aerodynamics they need. But I got big hands. Oh, and, so and I get creeped out because I really got to hold my hand nice and still. Yeah, you know, so I don't it. touch these sides exactly. They need to make them a little bit wider for the big man. You I know, think Steve because... said he had trouble with that one too. Yeah, you know, they so make I... a hair dryer now. It's four hundred dollars. A four hundred dollar <laughs> hair dryer. Need to be beaten with that thing. <laughs> I think I bought one for twenty five bucks in the nineteen seventies that I used until about six months ago, and then I just stopped drying my hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're in Cali. You can just go outside and put it on the clothesline. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw on uh, a baseball cap anyway. Well, hey, Chris, this is this has been a blast. This has been really interesting. I think uh, you cleared some stuff up for me. I think some of it's a little muddled still, figuring out the naming conventions. But I think I knew more than I did before. Yeah, but you know, some of that stuff that's all Microsoft to fix. I can't. I can only do so much out. <laughs> Set goals we could achieve, right? <laughs> you know, I'm always down to come hang out with you. Oh, it's yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. And Steve did say, uh, what up, Chris? What it do, Steve? That's my remark when he says what up. And then when I'm on my show, it's, what up, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, tell people how they can find you if they don't oh, know of your man. presence. You can always find me on the SMR podcast. That's smrpodcast.com, Simple Mobile Review. Me and the two homies, Rod Simmons, Rob Dunwood, just chopping it up, talking all kinds of tech and uh, all kinds of personal lives and te- uh, tech and then personal and then, you know, politics sometimes Some and social, social commentary sometimes. You know, we just, you know, we started out doing tech, but we just branched it out. And it's just a fun conversation. You you really, you know, become part of the family when, you know, when you, when you listen to us talk because, you know, we're all really close and, uh, you know, you get to, you get to feel that. So it's smrpodcast.com. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Google. We're on Stitcher. Um, and you can catch me on Twitter at Big Chris Ashley. I got to say, that's a a show I absolutely never miss. When we were out of town for a couple of weeks, it was like, woohoo, we got two uh, two episodes to catch up on. Uh, love the show. Love, Like you said, you feel like you're part of the family. I think that's that's a great description of it. Uh, I like being on the show, but I like it better when I'm not, because that means I've got a whole show to listen to. <laughs> so weird. And we get a lot of great guests. Allison comes and hangs out with us. Brother Tech comes out and hangs out with us. The great Brandon Watson was hanging out with us yesterday. So we get a lot of cool guests to come hanging out with us, too, every once in a while. So, yeah, come check us out. Definitely. Shout- oh, and Chris Ashley also as seen on the Daily Tech News show. Oh, what it do, Tom Merritt? <laughs> yeah, I've been hanging out with Tom. And then we did that, uh, his roundtable. That was so blast oh my god that was fun so every once in a while you'll catch me on the uh, dtns as well very good all right chris well we'll talk to you again soon next time something fun comes up on windows you got to come back you know i'm coming back all good all right peace out y'all i hope you've enjoyed this episode of chit chat across the pond we are now supported by patreon so if you go over to podfeet.com slash patreon you can pledge your support to the show in weekly installments If you don't have money to spare, I understand that. And it would be great if you used our Amazon affiliate links when you buy things on Amazon anyway, and a little bit of money goes to help the show. I love feedback, so please send me email at allison at podfeed.com. And you can join in our Facebook group over at podfeed.com slash Facebook and our community at podfeed.com slash Google+. Thanks for listening and stay subscribed.